Welcome to Business Line's State of the Economy podcast, where you'll find insight, analysis, and the story behind the numbers. Hello, friends. Welcome to today's episode of Business Line's State of Economy podcast. We will discuss today terror group Hamas's deadly attack on Israel last Saturday, leading to Israel's devastating retaliatory attacks on Gaza and what it means for the Indian economy. India is not a big exporter of goods to Israel, but it does import a considerable amount of military equipment from the country. What happens to the trade? And what about trade diplomacy? With the Middle East now getting increasingly drawn into the matter, what is at stake for India? I have with me today Ajay Srivastav, former Indian Trade Service Officer and founder Global Trade Research Initiative to answer some of these questions for us. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Shivastav. Thanks, Amiti. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. So, Mr. Shivastav, uh, please tell us how important is Israel to India as a trading partner? You know, and what could be the economic impact of the ongoing Hamas-Israel conflict on India? So, contrary to what many of us think, Israel is not a very important trade partner for India. Let's see some numbers. India-Israel trade is just. $12 billion. And this is the total of exports and imports of both goods and services. And so in terms of share, Israel's share in India's trade is just 0.75%. I mean, it's not even 1%. So it's not very significant partner. And so this conflict uh, may have very insignificant economic impact. Uh, let's see some more numbers. So our uh, merchandise exports to Israel are just $8.4 billion last year. And we export just two products. They account for 80% of India's exports, diesel and cut and polished diamonds. These two account for about 80% of our exports to Israel. So, so, so I think uh, not much impact will be there. And uh, on the services side, we export some few hundred million dollars worth of IT services. I hope they don't remain affected because of this. So at the current level of Israel-Hamas conflict, I don't think it will lead to substantial change in the trade profile. It may just lead to higher cost of shipping and insurance premiums, but will not impact the overall level of trade. However, things may change if conflict escalates. Right. So you Thank just you. mentioned uh, uh, insurance costs. So do you think that uh, there is the possibility of that going up? And is there something that can be done about it? Can the government intervene? So ECGC mostly decides uh, these issues and Israel case is not unique. Whenever they feel uh, there is some uncertainty in any destination country, they, they have to build in these costs as, as the insurance uh, cover cost. It will increase government... Uh, I don't think government uh, may intervene, but uh, since the trade level is very small and mostly diamond traders will be impacted because of higher shipment, higher insurance cost, because diesel has its own is its own competitive parameters. It may not be affected by the higher insurance cost. Only diamond trade will be impacted. It will be between diamond trade and the government, how they work out if any sharing cost sharing formula is arrived. People are waiting for a few more days to, to know what's really going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it is being said that if the Middle East countries also get drawn into the conflict, the situation may get more complicated for India. 
So, uh, you know, we have seen that Saudi Arabia has come out with a statement which is, you know, partly blaming Israel for the attack. So if more countries come in, so uh, do you think that could pose a diplomatic, uh, you know, a, a diplomatic problem for India? And um, could it also have, you know, uh, economic ramifications as far as the Middle East is concerned? In fact, uh, we may be knowing better after a few weeks' time whether it's a religious war or it's a political war. My guess is there is regional pressure, especially from the GCC countries, to prevent the wider configuration of this war, especially as the UAE organizes COP28 after a few months and there are high-profile events scheduled in Saudi Arabia. So Israel will deal with Iran in its own way. Any Israel-Iran clash will also bring in the superpowers more directly. But those things will come to know only after a few weeks. Indian companies such as Adani, which have stakes in Haifa port, will be impacted. What will be the impact? Uh, we, we don't know. At this level of escalation, there may be no impact. But if it escalates and ports are involved, then it may be impacted. Students and Indian citizens, of course, they have to be evacuated if uh, war escalates and looked after. And uh, there is a defense angle. Israel is probably the third largest arms supplier to India. Right. These figures are estimates, okay, because government uh, doesn't release these figures. So, but arms suppliers are dime a dozen across the world. I Every think time it is a attack like this or, or of this scale happens, there are many copycat attempts around the world. So, Indian mm -hmm. intelligence will have to be very active on this alert. Right. Thanks. And um, do you think that the uh, conflict could cast a shadow on the India, Middle East, Europe economic corridor since, you know, it is still, uh, you know, in a very nascent stage? Uh, so uh, is there a possibility that, you know, there could be a slowdown in the uh, scheme of things here? So people say that uh, current uh, conflict may lead to derailment of Saudi-Israeli rapprochement. And that rapprochement was the basis for this economic corridor was oh. one of the fundamental basis. And this conflict is uh, derailing that in a big way. But to be honest, as you said, it's uh, pretty premature. It's pretty on two counts. One, Israel-Saudi normalization was anyway going to be long drawn out of affairs. And uh, there are experts saying that India will have to balance between Iran and Israel. Uh -huh. But again, that we have been doing for years. So our major eggs, uh, eggs today are placed in UAE basket, and, and uh, which is likely to remain neutral in this region. So I say this corridor is premature. We are not invested. We have not drawn the detailed plans, how we plan to pan it out. But uh, the way, very foundation is now shaking because of this conflict. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, um, you know, going forward, is there anything that, you know, Indian exporters and importers uh, could do to deal with the uncertainty that lies ahead? So, uh, since there's not much uh, exports, just $8.2 billion of merchandise exports yeah. and uh, two products, diesel and uh, cut and polished diamonds, mm -hmm. they are they account for 80%. I don't think there is much to worry. On, uh, on diamond trade, we can talk about something because uh, diesel has its own ways of... Uh, going to other countries. On diamond trade, Israel is an important uh, trading center. It's not a mining center. Israel doesn't mine diamonds. 
So in case war escalates, Israeli firms have the option to divert supplies from country of mining directly to India instead of routing it through Israel. Or India always has the option to buy from other countries, say Botswana, Namibia, South Africa. So I don't see much problem on this. Just increased payment, this insurance premium and increased shipping cost. And shipping cost, I mean, it's everything is traded through air route. So just that cost and increased payment premium for, for diamonds. Nothing else is to be there. However, if war escalates, uh, we will reevaluate all these things. But right now, I don't see any impact on these things. Right. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Srivastava, for explaining this complicated situation so well. Uh, hopefully, going forward, things would improve and there would be no further escalation of violence. Um, on that note, let us build, bid our listeners goodbye and hopefully we'll have you back with us soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Hattie.